Okay, let's do this. Welcome to Behind the Usher Station. Woo! I'm Alex. I'm Jerome. And I'm Jonathan. We all used to work together as ushers at the IMAX Theater. And now we're doing the podcast. So if you like what we do here, uh, please like, subscribe, and share. And uh, send it to all your friends that you know. Facebook and Twitters and YouTubes and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the YouTubes. Grandpa? Yep. Right. Good old YouTube. Back in my day. Just yeah. like and subscribe. Yes. <laughs> Follow us. Woo! It's going to be fun. All right. Welcome back, people, our lovely listeners. How are you guys today? I'm good. Hanging in there. You know, it's a little hot today, but uh, I'm doing all right. Actually, it's, I feel like it's been cooler than the rest of the days. Hasn't it? Well, it's just not as humid. It's definitely cooler right now. Well, that's because yeah, you're inside chilly. with the air conditioner. It's true. But the air conditioner's not on now. Well, I just turned it off. Don't be dramatic. I just turned it off. <laughs> this apartment's always going to be cold. I was actually just talking about that uh, at my job because my boss was complaining that the gift shop is always cold. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of my fault. It's my Midwestern blood. Um I always turn up the air conditioner way too high in the gift shop because I love it. I love being cold. It's so great because I remember even as a kid, because, uh, you know, growing up in Chicago, even after blizzards, you would go, me and my cousin would go walking to like Baskin Robbins or Dairy Queen or something to go get ice cream, even though you're going through the snow and everything. That's like Midwestern style. I love it when it's cold. I only will crank up the air conditioner and I will leave the windows open until it's like straight up snowing outside. People well, always you, get mad at me. You know, they always say it's, it. it's easier to, to layer up than it is to layer down. So, well, yeah, because when you're hot, you're hot. Mm-hmm. Like you, when you're cold or when you're cold, you can just put on more layers of clothing to get warm or like a blanket or whatever. When you're hot, you can take off, you can be butt naked. You gonna, you're just hot. Mm-hmm. That's just you know. But that's what I said. I like being cold. Like I will like stay in like a jeans and a t shirt in the cold, and like people will get mad at me because they're like, put on a put on a jacket, and I'm like, no, I like it. <laughs> was I, I caught that? Was a was a word about to come out? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to control uh, my cussing because my mom called me out on it, <laughs> and I will say that now. She did. She was listening. She listens to our podcast. But and now we know we have feedback from our listeners. So we know what they want to hear. <laughs> we Is know it though? It's just mainly my mom being like, Alex, you really need to stop. Which she tells me a lot. I don't swear at my job because I have volunteers and um, I'm going to run little. Yeah, I'm, I'm like setting an example. I'm like the adult there. Um, apparently, I shouldn't threaten you guys as much. But I highly don't see that occurring as much um i can probably control the f-bombs and the cussing but i mean i threaten people all the time without even realizing it i mean you know it's what an editor's for it's what i'm for <laughs> yeah but you don't take it out ever clearly you don't take it out because she made the comment I take out the f-bombs you take the out threat. the f-bombs no. but she's like the abuse she's like <laughs> she's like the abuse is about. she's like alex you really gotta stop threatening the guys and i'm like no they know what they did they start they start things with me see like i'm trying to control that but um we should probably speaking of things starting up yeah, we got a lot to talk about jeez we do <laughs> as we were talking about the weather you know speaking of things that are that are that are heating up oh and, my god yeah hello you know i had to do it <laughs> well, comic-con was this past weekend and obviously as is tradition they released their trailers for their highly anticipated shows and movies that they're going to showcase and news yeah a lot of news. news um all the fanboys and fangirls flock to, and fan people flock to San Diego to witness the events, see the stars, and hear about what's coming up. Um, so we just had a binge where we watched like a compilation of a whole bunch of trailers, and we wanted to talk about them. So what? what's, for you guys, what's your initial trailer that stood out to you? Um, like, what do we want to talk about first? For me, uh, even though I'm a fan of the property, it stood out because we didn't knew little to nothing about the show until 
uh, Comic-Con was Watchmen. Only because uh, I know the big thing around Watchmen is that like every time they make a new Watchmen thing, whether that be a sequel to the comic book, which they're doing now with DC, um, or uh, like a movie or a TV show, it's always interesting to see what they do because the because uni- Alan Moore, the original creator of the book, does not want anybody to touch his story. <laughs> so people often just find ways to kind of good around that and like be like well it's something new so uh drew goddard when he announced he's doing a watchman show was like it's gonna take place after the book so and it's gonna take place like way way after the book but uh it's gonna be kind of its own thing in its own uh new city with a new dynamic and stuff like that and kind of be like a, a essential predecessor to the book and uh, I like the trailer. It looks good. I think my only um, thing that I'm thinking about as I analyze it and think about it more is that I feel like if you don't, I if you don't know the book, I'm hoping that in the show they'll explain a lot more about the universe because they just name drop a bunch of people and make a whole bunch of references that if you've never read the book, you don't know. You don't know who Rorschach is, so you won't understand the cold of Rorschach. You don't know who Doctor Manhattan is. You won't understand why Wait, he's a Shaq big deal. Is in this show. Rorschach. I'm just kidding. I know. I just was wanted to keep it, keep it, you know, for all the f- nerds out there watching. It's like he he was joking. All right. <laughs> but yeah, Rorschach. Don't attack me. I don't actually think <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal is in this show. Although, you know, what who is knows? he doing? He would do a, he would do a cool cameo. What is Shaquille Selling doing? gold bombs. That's what he's doing. doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's getting the meme treatment because every time I look on Twitter, he's a meme somewhere. I mainly see him Making doing that, that like shaking money. thing and then the cat shakes. Uh-huh. It's that gif. There's also the really scary one of he's in the gold bond commercial and then they distort his face. Oh, yeah. And, I don't like that one. That? Yeah, that one uh, scares me. Mm-mm. It's too much. But that's really all I had to say about Watchmen. Uh, what do you guys think? I'm excited that Regina King is in it. Yeah. Fresh off her Oscar win. Um, I don't really know that much about Watchmen as a whole. As I can you let know. you borrow the book. I have it. Okay. I can't tell what part she is playing. Is she like a vigilante going on? I think or she's like... a vigilante and her husband was a cop. So, but she's not wearing a mask like the rest of them. She's only like wearing that weird grease over her eyes. Well, she has like a little half face mask plus the darkened eyes. But she didn't... I didn't see any scenes, I guess. Well, the hood, yeah. But I didn't see any scenes really where she was wearing too much of that uh, mask over her half of her face. She wears it a, a good bit, but it's hard to tell because it's a, it's a, that's the only thing I think I'm not. I'm. It'll be interesting to see is that once again, we have a black person wearing a dark costume and a, what it looks like maybe some scenes at night. So we'll see. All those scenes were like at night. Because it makes me think of like when the first Black Panther movie came out, I was when Black Panther came out, because there's no other Black Panther movie. Um when it came out. In other words, the first one. Yeah. Uh I was like I like I appreciate that you have Black Panther doing action sequences, but having him do action sequences at night and he's black and also black in both like skin tone and costume and filming it at night, you got to be really careful how you do that. Well, well that was the whole gloss. point so that he could like be sneaky and not be seen and like blend in with the surroundings. Well, that just goes to show I mean, you, like even a white superhero or whatever. But that's a trick of lighting, like, though. You can still light gonna, the scene that's, real that's well, so you can say. still see what's say, going if, on. If the lighting and effects people are doing their job correctly, then it would it will not be an issue. Like it, if for for the audience. Right. If if the like plot pertains to him not being seen, then that's another thing. But if the lighting and effects people are doing their job, then it shouldn't be a problem. I will say this real quick. When uh, I was working at the IMAX, I used to like hiding in that little cove because all my clothing's really dark and I'm dark and I have dark hair. Uh, I would scare the crap out of customers because they would try to go through the wrong exit and I would just be in that little darkness and be like, this isn't your exit. And I would scare just about everybody because they couldn't see me at all. Which one? The cove at the top or the cove at the bottom? The cove at the bottom that led to like the garbage area or the emergency exit. Uh, Um, Yeah, that would just terrify everybody. And some people would try to go like when we put up the rope, even they would go through the rope and I'd just still be just like really nestled into a corner too. And just like really still because I am 
just like to scare people. I'm the worst sometimes. All right. Um, Alex so, for Watchmen Part 2. Yeah, I feel like I could be a Watchman. I like to... No, not a Watchman. I would totally be like its cousin and just hide in the sewers and scare the <laughs> crap out of kids which leads us to oh, our next movie yeah hey. right i would totally be a great killer clown which we talked to which the podcast okay so here's the thing we filmed a podcast <laughs> last week that was all about expectations for certain movies and projects coming up and then we realized we wanted to talk about comic-con one project in particular which we'll get to later came out like came out with their first trailer and uh, we talked about that movie in the expectations once we were like let's release this first and then do like a rewind in time <laughs> so we'll, we'll get to that so one words, yeah we'll get to that one because that one chapter two uh in that podcast as well is why i'm bringing this up. yeah but we'll, they haven't listened to that podcast yet yeah but we'll get to that movie you're speaking about because that's that one has that's a lot to unload uh with the it chapter two the one with the comic-con trailer uh, I watched it. You, Jonathan, you walked away because you didn't want to see it. it. I've yeah, seen you it. saw it. It was very interesting to see because it showed a little more of the kids, which made me rethink about what the movie was going to show. Because originally the trailers I had seen were mostly the adults. So I was trying to figure out now, like, oh, wait, I thought this was going to be mainly the adults. Now are they going to have a lot more flashback with the kids? Like, I'm trying to figure out, did they change the movie? Or well, is I'm this... sure they took some liberties to change some stuff. Um, I pers- But I do like that this new trailer shows Pennywise cutting loose a bit. Right. Like, he's a lot... He's a, Like, this trailer's a lot scarier than it the is. first one. I will like, say that a one. a lot more. Well, the first trailer that was released was that weird naked lady. Well, I mean, even the first... Like I remember that. when It Chapter 1 trailers came out, I was like, this is, like, creepy, but not scary. It Chapter 2 looks scary. Like, it looks like it's just gonna be very, like, yeah, I messed mean, up. For clarification, I didn't walk away from the trailer because I was too scared of it. <laughs> John is trying to seal his man was, card. He's like, listen, I'm, I'm strong, all right? I, I, I wouldn't watch no, it. It was quite the opposite. I walked away because I hate watching trailers. <laughs> and even though this episode is about trailers. Um, so what you're saying is you ain't going to do your job? Let me speak. <laughs> Jerome, come on. Jerome, come on. You've, For, you, I'm giving him a hard time. I know, but you've done the same thing where you needed to make it clear, clear about stuff. So For give Jonathan I'm a second. Very excited about, for things that I'm very excited about <laughs> and very like pumped for, I don't like watching the trailer because I feel like it gives away like most of the movie. So I'm ready to go into it chapter two fresh and I'm ready to podcast about it. Uh, about it. What I think <laughs> needs to be a podcast uh, that's coming out September 26th that I didn't realize would be a trailer at Comic-Con is the creep show uh, on Shudder, that horror uh, streaming network, which I have because I love horror films. If you haven't guessed from every movie I've ever talked about on the podcast, but <laughs> creep show is great. I love it. I was super excited to see the trailer for it, even though it was kind of a bit of a spoiler. You are right. Seeing it was like kind of a bit of going into it with more knowledge than I wanted to, but knowing that it does reflect a little bit more of what I remember from when I was younger was great. And I did tell you guys the story of how we actually used to call creep show hee hee because my little cousin would uh call it that my cousin desiree who actually does makeup tutorials on youtube herself so she does her own thing now her nickname was cookie actually because she used to remind us as, as angelica from the rugrats oh. yeah so we had angelica a lot did love cookies she did She's so all about them yeah that so that girl probably has diabetes when she gets old probably but my cousin thankfully doesn't but thank you for Good. making that connection Good. uh <laughs> But she's doing all right. <laughs> yes, thank you. But she used to call Creep Show hee hee. And so when people were like, don't let your children watch Creep Show, we used to be like, what is that? And then we finally, I finally realized, well, I don't know if my mom knew it or not. Because um, she kind of just let us watch what we wanted to when it came to horror because she's like, eh, you guys are fine. Um, <laughs> when I finally realized, oh, Creep Show is hee hee, I was like, 
oh, this isn't as bad as people are making it out to be. But seeing the trailer, I was like, it has a good element of what it used to be back in like the 90s. And I'm kind of excited to see what they're able to do. Kind of like with it now, how it looks scarier. Chapter two, Creepshow did look a little more scarier. And I'm excited to like watch that at nighttime, like right before bed. Maybe it'll scare me a little more than I used to when I was a kid. So I'm excited to see what's going to go on there. Yay. Yeah. Uh, I guess, do you guys want to take, because this is going to take up a big chunk of time, but I feel like we have to talk about it. Should we? No, okay. no, no. Wait, it, no, no, no. It, wait. It, there about- is something, there is something I do want to say before we go into what you're trying to bring. I want to talk about Marvel Phase 4. I don't know what Oh, no. Yeah, well, it's... It was a big thing at Comic-Con. We got to talk about it for talking about okay, Comic-Con can, news. Can- wait, okay. You guys start talking about it. Where's my phone? I'll look it up. Oh, well, I know all the stuff. I know. I, know I don't know anything though. We can talk about it, but truncate it. We can truncate it. We'll and then keep talk, it small because yeah. I feel like I feel like our other thing is gonna. Oh yeah, be I was I was thinking the other thing. Yeah. No, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that, but not right now. Um, I was just gonna bring up like the major projects and then like maybe run through real quick the Disney Plus shows because those will be really fast. Um, the to, at least the major things that are okay, coming. What out, stuck out to you? The three major things that have stuck out to me, well, I guess four, because two are kind of linked together, is uh, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, which is uh, Marvel's, like, is going to be Marvel's, like, um, major Asian superhero. Um, and all with all Asian ensemble cast. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Sorry. No, go yeah. ahead. Uh, WandaVision, uh, which is the show centered around uh, Wanda Maximoff, a.k.a. Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Um I don't know entirely what it's going to be about, but she's getting a show on Disney Plus, and then she's supposed to be in the next Doctor Strange movie. Um, which Apparently, is Strange it's going to be the- weird, and it is going to have Vision. I learned so really quick about Wanda. I learned that she like magically made her children appear. Yeah, as like teenagers or something. Well, I think originally in the retcon they were. Uh, normal kids, like about like uh, eight or six. Yeah, but she didn't and even she- raise them. She sent one off to Asgard. Yeah. So why the hell did she have children? She. What happens is she had her children. They had like a small family, and then she erased her memory of having them. So then she just didn't remember that she had the kids and sent them away. Con- the Scarlet Witch continuity is weird. It's hard to tell. She what's also going tried on. to wipe out like <laughs> mutants, right? Yes, she was pissed because Magneto cares more about mutants as a whole rather than his own two kids, which is Scarlet and uh, Scarlet Witch and uh, Pietro Quicksilver. So she was like, "No more mutants," and basically made a world where she t- t- uh, got rid of ninety percent of the mutant population. So she's just a brat. She- Scarlet Witch is crazy because there's been multiple times she once also tried to kill the Avengers too. That is true. I remember that. My question um, is, how are they going to bring back Vision? He did. She can affect reality. Yeah, she did. Like, so she pop can, out two children she can by in a way, in. like, remake Vision if she wanted to. Plus, he's a robot. You can just rebuild him. Yeah, but isn't the whole point of Vision is that, like, he was unique because he had that, like, life stone in the his mind head? Mind stone, yeah. Mind stone. Like, is he really going to be Vision then? I don't know. I mean, the point is that, like, because I know, I, I'm assuming that something bad is supposed to happen in WandaVision that leads to her being in the multiverse of madness, the new Doctor Strange movie. And I'm just excited for that because Doctor Strange and Wanda both use magic. Like, even though in the movies they haven't established that Wanda's powers are magic, they are magic. <laughs> so uh, that'd be fun to see. They're not magic, they're magic. What? what? Essentially, <laughs> the way to describe Scarlet Witch's powers is as chaos magic, but that's not. Uh, in the Marvel Universe, there's no such thing as chaos magic. There's only magic, and you can use it chaotically, which is what Scarlet Witch does, which is why it's untrained and very, sometimes can lead to more problems than it solves. Okay, yeah, Jonathan gave me same look, so he's with me on that. Yeah. How is there no chaos magic, but you can use it chaotically? Isn't that the same thing? No. In other words, like, like you know how like if you were to throw a fireball, someone would say that's like fire magic? Because it's so it's magic revolving around the element of fire. I can't answer that because I like Lauren and my mom keep calling me an arsonist. <laughs> okay. Lauren keeps calling me an arsonist. Say, At this put- point, it's getting insulting. 
But apparently, if you threaten to set somebody's ex-boyfriend on fire, that's okay. But threatening to set a building on fire, that's arson and that's not okay. That is arson. <laughs> you know what? There are a lot of rules to what you can and cannot set on fire and what deems okay morally. You shouldn't be morally. setting ex-boyfriends on fire either, to be quite honest. And apparently, it's okay if they're assholes. But I'm saying, you know what? There's just too many restrictions. And I feel <laughs> like I'm being just like... Picked on, you know. You know, left eye set the fire to um, uh, her house, her, her ex boyfriend's house, yeah. or her boyfriend's house, or yeah. something. Yeah. So that left eye. Does that count? Rest in peace, left eye. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, is that oh magic exists, and you can use it to do good or evil. That's what what I mean by there's no such thing as specifically chaos magic. You can just use it to do bad things. Or use it like wildly without any training. And that's what Scarlet Witch does. Which is why her and Doctor Strange teaming up is cool. Because he can teach her some stuff. Because he's the master of the mystic arts. I don't know. Doctor Strange, didn't he kind of like stop his training? No. He's and, always reading books and you know well, honing his skills and everything. Because in, in the Marvel Universe, that's how they establish you learn magic. Because you just read some books and stuff. And get better at learning based off of what you read. But you don't like have to necessarily practice magic every day of your life. No comment. <laughs> but nonetheless, they're in a movie think together. Marvel gets a little lazy with their details and they just are that's like... That's the comics, all right? The comics that, have established that's, that that's magic and that's how magic works. They're they're lazy with their magic details. They go so detailing into other stuff. Oh no, there's a bunch lazy. of details I could go into, but we have to wrap this up. We're trying to go fast. There's okay, a lot of okay. details. Okay. Okay, I think I we to... should honestly skip Marvel a lot more because... Like, there's just so much you could go on it. and But at the same time, it's just like, we've kind of heard a lot of the Marvel stuff before. And, like, I love the, a lot of the Marvel movies and things. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited for, like, the Thor, Love and Thunder. And I'm excited for, um, oh, what was the other one? Oh, wait. You know what we haven't heard before is the what you mentioned, Jerome, the first Asian-American uh, super yeah, hero. we should talk about Shang Chi more. Yeah, yes. we should. Uh, Shang Chi is. Yes. Uh, I'm excited for it. It looks uh, interesting. I'm glad. I hoping. I'm hoping that the same care and um, care and uh, what's it called um, passion they put into Black Panther, they put into Shang Chi and make it like the best Asian ensemble superhero movie that there that there can be. And funny enough, the actor who um, is going to be the lead in the movie. Uh, this was trending on Twitter. He actually manifested getting the part um, because in 2014, he tweeted, hey, at Marvel, great job with Captain America and Thor. Now, how about an Asian American hero? 2014, he tweeted that. And then uh, recently, in 2018, in December of 2018, he tweeted, okay, Marvel, are we going to talk or what? Hashtag Shang-Chi. So... He really manifested it, and he really. Uh, and now he's been cast he really Shang Chi. Spoke it into existence, <laughs> so, so he was just like Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. Pay attention to me. Like, what? Pretty much. What? That, that you want to be in the Shang Chi movie so goddamn bad? Come on, come on in. That come on in. Pretty much. The back of their minds. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, what do you think about the Shang Chi movie, Alex? I don't know too much about it, but I'm excited to see where it's gonna go. I really wish they had some Latin superheroes. That'd be nice. But um, come to think of it, hmm. no, I'm thinking of like if there's any major Latin Marvel heroes. There's not. If you count Zoe um, Saldana. <laughs> yeah, but she's playing an alien. <laughs> no. Um, according to a lot of like movies and media, Latin people didn't really exist until after oh, like the 90s. So I know who they it have. Takes a while. Nova. They haven't announced a Nova movie, but they could do it because they not, they made the Nova Corps in Guardians of the Galaxy. Nova's Hispanic. Um, I forget his his name's Sam something. I forget his last name, but he's completely Hispanic. And I think his comic takes place in New Mexico. So I if they do a Nova, Nova movie, Nova. that could do. Who's Nova? He's essentially, you know, did you ever watch Guardians? Yeah. You know, the, the guys that protect Xandar, the planet or whatever, like the, the space police that the Guardians run into in the first movie? Yeah. That's the Nova Corps. Nova, like he is, uh, but his story, because originally Nova was just one of them, and then they revamped Nova to be a Hispanic American kid, and 
his origin is that his father used to be a part of like a black ops version of the Nova Corps. And so he got, he took his father's helmet and becomes like his own, like, uh, goes on space adventures and fights crime, um, like space crime and stuff like that. And he also does adventures with the Guardians, Avengers. He's done a bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah. And also Miles Morales. Yeah, that's also true. Miles Morales is uh, uh, Afro Latino. Mm-hmm. Um, Last thing to mention is just uh, Blade is also coming out too. That was the fourth thing I was going to mention as well. It's not I'm a part of Phase that. Four. They're saying it might be part Mahershala of Phase Ali. Five, but yeah, Mahershala Ali. Although I wonder if they're ever going to address the fact that Mahershala Ali is already in the um, Marvel Universe as Cottonmouth in Luke Cage. Probably not, because that's a TV show. They yeah. don't talk about the TV shows. Yeah, mixing. They tried. They really did try, but. They couldn't. They couldn't do it. Well, the rumor is that the guy who's running the TV division of Marvel and Kevin Feige did not get along very I well, that. which is why they never. That's why the TV didn't collide a lot with the movies. I could say that. Um, that being said, there it looks like with all these Disney Plus shows being based off of movie characters instead of like being auxiliary shows about characters that you don't know about. I feel like uh, they are going to start tying in the TV shows a lot more. I will say I'm excited for Disney Plus because all the Disney movies are going to be. Me too. I'm. They're making a lot of Disney movies for just that. And there's also been some that have already been made and they were made like years ago. Not years yeah. ago, but like within the past few years that they were going to release in theaters, but they were like, ah, we, for whatever reason, like we don't think this is going to do well or Mm -hmm. whatever. So they decided to save it for the Disney Plus. I don't care about that. I want to watch the Wizards of Waverly Place movie again, the Cheetah Girls movies. Like I'm excited to watch the catalog. Oh yeah. I'm going back. The Disney Channel. I'm going back to the old Disney ones. Yeah. Oh, last show, like last one to bring up from Marvel, just because I know you like, uh, We'll get, we'll, we'll get, get there. We'll get to your film. We'll get, there. we'll get to your film. Relax. Last one to bring up Falcon, Captain America. Well, um, sorry, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But if you watch the end of Endgame, you know it's technically Captain America and the Winter Soldier because Falcon is Captain. We America. need a spoiler song or something before. Spoiler. Listen. Well, everybody should know this point. Is- yeah, exactly. At this point, the movie's now been out and then re-released after that. <laughs> if you haven't seen it yet, I you're not going to watch haven't. it. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? I've watched it through GIFs. Oh, no. <laughs> watched it through GIFs. <laughs> I cannot sit in a theater that long because I do have chronic leg pain. Okay. So I have That's a fair. medical reason. It is long. And two, I just don't want to sit in a theater that long. <laughs> like... It's like uh, a um, but that's a minor spoiler. That's not anything major. I think with like compared to like the other the rest. I think it's a little going back to quick with Blade. It does bring another movie to mind. Top Gun. Why? Top Gun Maverick. Why? Why are they bringing back these eighties movies? I don't. I think Tom. I'm gonna be honest. I think Tom Cruise has a deal going. I've last time I heard is that Tom Cruise essentially. Is like either A wants to make he just doesn't want to stop making movies, or B is like ah. Oh, I'm sorry. Your phone. Um he's like he's basically he just can't stop making movies for some reason. That's yeah, like but legal he purposes. Can, like, and so I guess they were like, hey, you want to do top well, gun again? Yeah, but like <laughs> there's why doesn't he why don't they give him like something else? Like I don't like Tom Cruise. i I think I said that before you've said that in the podcast i've said that actually to everybody there was a customer i said that to who asked me one time have i seen um mission impossible the newest one and i was like no and he's like oh how come and i'm like i just don't like tom cruise's face like he has a weird face i just don't like his face um on that note though i would like suffer through watching tom cruise's face because john ham he was like in the previous for a split second and I saw him and I noticed him right away. And like to see John Hamm in a uniform, I would watch that movie. <laughs> I won't lie. Like, damn. Um, but I don't know with how much people talk about Tom Cruise being such a good actor, why they don't give him more. 
you know, apparently like more rules or more to do in more, the roles? more to do. Like they seem to keep pushing Tom Cruise back into these like similar roles. And like, it just feels like it's a repeat like with Top Gun and Mission Impossible and like a lot of actors will eventually transition into new uh, areas such as like well like with Simon Pegg he went from like comedy and then he did like serious roles or you know stuff like that Tom Cruise never really had various transitions like that I think he's always stayed in action and you've never gotten to see his range and it's lacking that especially for an actor in his age range now within like mm. he's like almost in his 50s or he is in his 50s he's now? in his 50s yeah, yeah, yeah he's in his 50s the fact that he has yet to do something such as like comedy drama or any other genre except action i mean it well, is impressive that he can still do his own sons i will credit him to that yeah. the fact that he has not stepped out of that zone is a little bit so that means it makes me feel like does Tom Cruise not have that range to do anything else? Is he nothing more than an action film? Will he be nothing more than end up being like an expendable character where he's like, but he's also so small. So he'll be like the expendable character who's like, I'll never tiny. be shorter than Jet Li. Jet Li Dang, was the tiny expendable. The yeah, but Tom Ted, but Ted and Jet Li, it was like, on, you cannot put Jet Li with Tom Cruise. Jet Li was on some whole nother level but from every uh, other actor tom cruise has shown like he has, he stepped out of his box occasionally he played les grossman in tropic thunder he did which was i think his most hilarious role ever um vanilla sky was a much more dramatic role vanilla sky uh, nobody McGuire. nobody wants to talk about vanilla sky it's a weird movie but nobody he at least tried it nobody, <laughs> he doesn't even talk about vanilla sky <laughs> Um, Jerry Kidman and even Top up. Gun to an extent is less I mean it's less of an action movie and more of like a uh, not so much a romance because he's not falling in love with his partner but a, like a bromance movie in that it, is, it, it, can, it is very be, dramatic it can be seen know. as a romance movie in its yeah. way um, you know, and so it's like Tom, I think, but I think the reason Tom Cruise does a lot of these action movies is because Tom Cruise chooses to do that like he is one of the few people that loves being in action, uh, being an action star, he loves the the process of making movies from that at from that angle. Okay, wait, being able wait, to do his own action. Wait, set wait, pieces. wait. What are we talking about? Tom Cruise totally has range. Remember? Oh no, when, he has range. Like, no, no, listen, no. Look, listen. Remember when he went on the Oprah Winfrey show <laughs> and jumped on the couch <laughs> and proclaimed his love for who, Katie Holmes? It, Katie Holmes. I mean, that was still a lot of physical activity, so I would still put that into action, action. drama. <laughs> action drama right there. With, the, with some romance. With some romance. Um, oh, Risky Business. He's also in that, too. And that was more of a drama, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't like Risky Business. <laughs> I didn't like the 80s. I told you that. There's something about the 80s. I was like born 1991, but I did not like the 80s. There's something. There's something about watching movies in that era. Where I'm just like. What's some of the best horror movies come out of that era. I'm not like saying no, but I'm also saying other movies though. Other than horror, though, I love horror films. Oh, but a lot of the go- horror films though from the 80s too, like. Sleepaway Camp. That movie is messed <laughs> up. Have you seen it? Yeah, so you know what I'm talking. Any, the ending is like that's uncalled. Why though? That is absolutely uncalled for and unnecessary. And like, I understand you want to go for a twist, but like, murdering everybody was a deal enough for it. So um, I don't know what you wanted. Why you need? To also, that. that's the other reason I mentioned Doctor Strange and Blade real quick. Just to go back to Marvel real quick, is that they say there's supposed to be more on the horror angle. That's what I was going to ask you. Would you like to see a more horror gear, uh, horror uh, uh, geared Marvel movie? I don't think Marvel can do horror the way horror needs to be done. I think because it is now owned by Disney. Uh, the horror Marvel can do will end up being more like family safe. friendly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd say maybe stay in their lane. What I did like about, I, I believe it was Sony with Venom, 
Mm. I actually like even though nobody else seemingly liked it. I, I did. liked it. Okay. I loved it. I didn't think it was bad. I just thought it was okay. I, I also it. just and like it Tom Hardy. To kind of dive into that not horror, Love but Tom like Hardy. kind of terrifying images. And I think if anything, Marvel would do kind of what they do, did with Venom and kind of make like a scary figure, but kind of balance it out with humor or yeah. I can see. Mm. I can see what you mean. Like Tom Hardy that. Venom was terrifying, especially when he would try to eat people. But then Tom Hardy's weird bond with him, where eventually near the ending where he was just like, it was pretty much his pet almost being like, oh, yeah, you know, go ahead. Mm -hmm. And the way Venom was like going against the rest for like Tom Hardy um, was that weird, cute to the horror. So... But then again, I would go against because I was thinking of like, Tom Hardy. I was thinking of like the PG thirteen stuff that we've seen, like uh, like in City, uh, not Insidious. What's the PG thirteen horror movie? Conjuring that they made. Yeah, Conjuring. Conjuring had a little no. bit more. I'm I'm thinking like Poltergeist. They ruined Poltergeist totally with their PG thirteen. There's the there's a modern day PG thirteen compared to like the early nineties and eighties PG thirteen. They showed a lot more. Um, the PG-13 of nowadays, you know, with Poltergeist, the face melting off, they showed that back in the 80s and the guy ripping his flesh off to the bone in the bathroom in the Poltergeist. In the modern uh, Poltergeist in the remake, they show it in like the kitchen sink faucet. So it's really, really tiny and really blurry. And you really just kind of see his face pretty much getting red and it's like that's not terrifying it looks like he's rubbing jam on his face Mm -hmm. (laughs) speaking of things that may or may not be considered horror uh, quickly we talked about The Walking Dead (laughs) there's a movie of The Walking Dead coming out and it's going to feature Andrew Lincoln yes he's coming back back. yes because he was uh, airlifted out to uh when he was supposedly supposed to be dead, which I don't know how a man could survive getting stabbed through the stomach. That was blown up like and that. then dropped in a river. He that plus the emotional stress and the mental stress that that he, he would have been gone. I'm sorry. I, I, well, maybe he like was like, okay, I'm at peace. I let it go. My son's dead. Like Michonne's got Judith. Like he like went limp with the explosion. And he just like his he body just like was go. A natural numbing. Yeah, it was natural numbing. He's just like whoosh, and so like, but why didn't nobody else notice a helicopter? Like to. And- and how did they power the helicopter? Because hasn't it been the apocalypse for how many years? I think like nine. That's the whole thing that bothers me. Um, so here's the thing. A lot of things with apocalypse movies and zombie movies that really, really gets on my nerves. And I don't think a lot of people think about this. And I actually don't know if a lot of people know this. Gas is only good for two years. After two years, like if a gas, if your gas is in a gas tank... It will no longer be good. So that means, you know, if the world ends, all the gas on the world will no longer be good after two years. So, so no ways there to power helicopter or anything. Like Mad Max Fury Road rules, where it's like they eventually just found a way to make their own new form of gas. Yeah, but to power their vehicles. But I mean, Mad Max is like fictional worlds versus like Walking Dead supposed to be realistic. That's true. And they're constantly finding gasoline in like old gas stations and stuff like that. So if they like put in that effort or something like that, but a lot of zombie movies and post-apocalyptic films don't. That's true. And that always drives you crazy. Or they always find that one car that starts. It doesn't. After leaving your car alone for two weeks minimum, those starter plugs will usually blow out. It's like you always okay? see them driving. You never see them yeah. pumping gas. Don't hit the table. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. It bothers the hell out of me. Because, like, I grew up around um, people who taught me a lot about cars and stuff like that. And it was very much how to take care of your car, how to make sure your car was always running, and, like, all this stuff. And, like, hmm. to see it in films and stuff always bothered me. It was the same way with, like, when they were shooting... I pointed this out to my sister and she's like, uh, in Futurama, 
So this guy is going to shoot Bigfoot with a tranquilizer gun. And he cocks, yeah, he cocks the shotgun first. And then they're like, you're going to shoot Bigfoot? He's like, no, I'm just going to shoot him with a tranquilizer. And then after he cocks the gun, he puts the tranquilizer in the slot, but doesn't actually cock the gun. So it's just sitting in the slot. And then I'm like, wait, he already cocked the gun and it's just sitting there. And Christian's like, well, I know this. You know that. But other people don't know how a shotgun actually works properly. And then I'm like, well, that bothers me. So, like, it's like the same thing with cars. A lot of people don't know simple mechanics of cars. Come to think of it, I think in the comic, the only vehicle you see used is the tank when they're with the when they meet the governor for the first time, and then that and that's supposed to take place like I think like a month or two. No, no, no. it's three years when Rick Grimes wakes up. So it's been three years since the zombie apocalypse. Um, for some reason, gas works in there. And then you never see another vehicle. They ride horses everywhere. Yeah, which is more plausible. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, but I yeah, I know what they're doing because, you know, they're showing this scar. Mm-hmm. But um, I think we, we, I think we need to talk about... potatoes? Yeah, we need to talk about the true horror um, <laughs> because we're getting close to the end, right? Yeah. And we need, yeah, we need to talk about the truest horror we have watched, um, which we brought up in the expectation film that we, again, filmed or recorded first. And uh, we didn't know the trailer was going to come out literally the day after we talked about it. It did. <laughs> and Jonathan actually said he was excited to see it, correct? That I, was I was excited to see it too. I was like, I, I have to. I was interested because it was like, I, I like. So okay, so here's what we're talking about. Yeah, I was I'm excited. excited but I just wanted to see it. Yeah, I'm excited because I love musicals. Jonathan likes musicals. Drum, why were you excited to see? <laughs> more just, I was more interested in the concept. We, like, I love. I, I do like musicals, but the concept of the musical they were adapting, I was like, okay, I have to see this. The way you're describing it to me only can make sense if I see it in person. Like, I gotta see it to believe it. <laughs> okay, and I feel like people will know exactly what we're talking about. We're talking about the lovely movie, Cats. Cats! Cats. Yeah. Meow! <laughs> it went viral. You couldn't have missed no it. You <laughs> couldn't have missed the screenshots. It was... So, I actually only saw still shots. I watched the trailer for the first time with you guys properly. Uh, completely. I've watched the trailer now, I think eight or nine times trying to analyze I believe that and break down this trailer <laughs> um it's it's like terrifying I feel like mm-hmm. during the trailer watching Jerome you tried to justify it a lot more well cause I feel like it's genie syndrome all over again it's the same problem everybody watched the Aladdin no, trailer no, no, no. I get that and was for like, like it looks ugly and terrifying and they all said the same thing it's a horror show it looks awful this is the stuff no. of nightmares and I'm like it's yeah, the same thing Jennifer, to say about cats no, no, too you said that for Jennifer Hudson's character but people like, are saying that for every character no my problem is and I like my whole big issue for this and you can hear me slapping my hand backwards because like it was really a big issue for me y'all saw with the sonic trailer how people reacted not just the furries that went all crazy and enjoyed the film far too much (laughs) with the sonic trailer which again holy hell um but the disturbing feeling and reactions people had when they saw Sonic with the human teeth and the human features and the weird average lengths and everything. And then you all thought, hey, let me release this catch trailer with almost all human features. You know, the cats are thick in the places and <laughs> the human I'm not going to lie. Some of them cat ladies are, are looking thick. Oh my God. Jerome, like, and it's not good. I don't like it. It scares me. <laughs> it terrifies me. <laughs> A little I, too much padding back there. Y'all need to cut that out. Because... I hate to say, I love Francesca Hayward as an amazing ballerina, but she ain't got all that. She ain't got all that cake back there. Y'all know y'all added some pounds with the CG. How dare you? <laughs> all right, continue. I don't think I have anything. Wait, Jonathan? <laughs> I, Jonathan? All I'll say is I am waiting to reserve judgment until oh, stop that. <laughs> I watch the movie. And I know that sounds like a cop-out answer. It is. But when I watched the trailer a second time, rather than just watching it on my phone on the small screen, I actually appreciated it 
more. And I think as I watch it like on a huge, large screen. That's what I'm thinking too. I think it'll look better because Mm -hmm. first, chances are everybody who reacted to that trailer and watched it and was horrified. Granted, I understand why you might be horrified, but I think that was an initial knee-jerk reaction. I think when maybe more things start coming out closer to the release date, I think we might get more clarification on whether or not this is actually nightmare fuel or if it's some sort of thing that they're trying to make artful and and look very... Uh, unique and trying this unique concept um yeah here's my thing to the sonic uh, remark though is that i think because the the issue with sonic for a lot of people uh outside of just how he looked was also that sonic is a very unique looking design for a purpose because he's a video game character and he has to be iconic so to see them redo sonic in the worst way possible by making him look like basically a, a human boy was awful and like past just how creepy his design looked it's why didn't you just make sonic sonic it's not that hard versus cats is already inherently creepy because the musical is a bunch of people in cat costume they're supposed to uh you know be cats personified so in reality it's just they've gone the next step that the stage could never get to because like in the stage can only go as far as just to give people some costume, little bit of fur on the face and some makeup. This was like- Sometimes the stage can do, like it could be more imaginative than what's on screen because they have less resources. So they have more, kind of more to work But I just mean in like the costume department, you know Mm. what I mean? Like, and and with this, they're like, okay, we have the, it's just no different than the Lion King. They could have easily, if they wanted to, just did another 2D animated film to remake Lion King. But they decided to try and go the extra mile, at least in the visuals department, and just, and you know, make, use some new technology and use the modern day CG to remake the Lion King and give it a much more realistic, more uh, grand feel that would feel like something like a live action film. And I feel like it's the same thing with this Cats movie too, is that the idea is, okay, it's people dressed in cat costumes. We have the technology. Why don't we just make them real cats? Granted, the execution is not looking as good as I think they thought it would when they said that idea. But I give them credit for trying at least. You know what I mean? It it clearly has our artistic vision to it. And I think personally that if like, honestly, given these new reactions, these like first reactions from people, what they should do is then go back to the drawing, well, not to the drawing board, but go back to the to the models and the sets and everything and start touching up CG hard and really start like getting things polished, looking better, looking nice, add some more fur to the people who need more fur. Make me, don't make them look so smooth like Victoria, who's, uh, Francesca Hayward is playing. You know what I mean? Like start really polishing up the CG because the movie's not going to come out till I think December. So they've got plenty of time to fix it <laughs> and not, and, uh, and, you know, save face. But I do agree with you, Jonathan, that I feel like after looking at the trailer, the more, the bigger the screen I keep seeing the trailer on, the more I'm starting to wonder though, if it is still worth seeing on the big screen, because size is going to play a huge matter into a uh, huge factor into this movie too. Cause all the sets are real. They built big sets. And so that the people, human people, would actually be more or less cat-sized. That's pretty impressive. And I'd love to see that on, like, a big screen to, like, just get the scope and the size. If it's an IMAX, we're taking a group trip there. (laughs) Field trip. Go see cats. (laughs) First off, I'd like to apologize to my mom. The f*** is wrong with you two? Um, We're artists. We're giving it a chance. (laughs) Give it a chance to prove itself. Literally, what the f***? Um, like, okay, I get what you guys are saying. I totally understand that. And I understand giving it a chance. But at the same time, I I don't think they're going to listen to the criticism as well as they should. The same way with The Lion King, a lot of people 
when the first trailer came out said, hey, the lions aren't going to make the facial features. It's going to miss what the real Lion King had, that emotional feel. The soundtrack's going to be amazing. You know, people are going to go see it just to hear the singing. That was it. But the actual film isn't going to be what they wanted, even though they're going to try to take it a step further. Even though they're going to have that live action feel, you have to admit it. A lot of people first, when that first trailer came out, said that. That the, the lions don't have the muscle structure to emote that emotion. And, sorry. No, you're okay. And... You know, it's the same. And I have the same feeling with this. The music's fantastic. The dancing is fantastic. The problem is, I don't think they're going to take the criticism as well as, you know, they should because it's such big actors, such big dancers, such big singers. They have such big, you know, you know, uh, trying to say like. They have big money in this movie, mm-hmm. you know, and going back to Sonic, they didn't really have that with with Sonic. They could pull that movie and probably not lose as much as they're going to lose with Cats if they try to stop and remake this. And with Cats, they can probably fix some of the face, but they're not going to fix those weird bodies. They can probably add a That's little true. fur, but that thickness that some of those cats have ain't gonna go away (laughs) that creepy curvedness that's gonna make some people get really uncomfortable and why they feel weirdly attracted to the cats all of a sudden that's not gonna go away for some people but that's cats because if you watch the original musical it is weirdly sexual that's a whole different because it's people in costume it's just like there's a weird difference to it Mm -hmm. and like the thing is it's just I don't think they're going to take they're going to hear the criticism, but they're not going to take it just because of the big names they have in it. And they have such huge names like Taylor Swift, James Corden, uh, Jennifer Hudson. Idris Elba. Yeah, they have such. I mean, Ian J- McKellen. yeah, Jason Derulo is Jason Derulo a big name, though. He's the only one on this list where I was like. I mean, I know who you are. Well, he's a big, he's a big, really big, big name in music. He's a big name I guess in music. That's true. And that's he's the a big whole name thing. Music, he, yeah. Taylor Swift's a big name in music. I mean, Francesca Hayward's a big, uh, big name in ballet. Uh, Taylor Swift's a big name in music, not in acting. Yeah. Uh, the point is, that's they true. have such big names. It's going to be the same with Lion King. They're not going to take the criticism seriously. They're going to be like, hey, we have the amazing soundtrack and that's it. So it's going to end up being just as creepy. And then it's going to be on a big ass screen <laughs> with that weird thickness going on with the cats. And I'm going to be like, if you say nope. thickness one more time, you got to admit, Jonathan, come on now. You can't you can't just act like you don't know. All right, it's weird. Those cats it's weird. are curvier than me. I was like, what the hell? What diet do they have? Is tuna really that good? Because I'll start eating it more. <laughs> Is, Is it sardines? Really <laughs> I will not start eating sardines. Actually, maybe. Listen, you know what I mean? Milk I does the body good. Dang it, it did theirs good, apparently. <laughs> Is it sardine diet? Because I'll start eating sardines. If it's if that's what gets the curves, I well, I do have the curves, which are just hidden under some fat. Rain. Is it all that running? I'm not going to do the running. Screw Rain, that. Rain Wilson of The Office fame tweeted, I just saw the trailer for Cats. I've decided to remove my eyes with a spoon and only listen to Norwegian death metal until the end of time. Isn't Hashtag one of his Cats. co-stars in this movie? He's not from, from The, the Office? From The Office? Mm, no, I don't think so. Not anymore. No. No. No, 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 you know what? You know. No, and, and that's. If, and, if, and if they were, I, I doubt they would appreciate that tweet. Plus, the only person who's in here that I feel like is, because uh, I watched the feature right about Cats too. Turns out, you know who was supposed to be in the original production of Cats? Hmm. Judy Dench. Judy Dench was originally up to being Cats, but then she broke her Achilles and wasn't allowed to perform because, you know, it was a lot of dancing and stuff like that. So she wasn't allowed to be in Cats. So she was the only one where I was like, that's neat that now it's like yeah. she gets a chance to be in Cats again. But in a different way. Judy Dench is an amazing actress. And again, yeah. there's that big name and such a big actress. And it's but and I feel Judy like, De- and I, I feel think- like the effects doesn't affect them. Like their performances are probably gonna stay the same. Right. And that's they're the, just gonna That's the whole thing. It. You're gonna get so like churned off by these amazing performances because of how weird they look. <laughs> it's the same way, okay, with Superman versus Batman, the way they had to CGI uh Superman's face. Oh, you mean uh, for Justice League? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, it didn't matter what, how good of a actor 
What's his name? Henry Cavill. Yeah, was. Or is it Henry Cavill? Whatever. Henry, Henry, Cavill. Henry Cavill was. Everybody just kept commenting, you look like a shark. <laughs> that was all that the comments were. You, It didn't say, like, was he a good actor? His coming back? You know, all this stuff. No. Dude looks like a shark. Just and to you get know off what? of, uh, I agree. Sorry to get off, get off topic a bit, but just to get off cats a bit. Spare what you're about Henry Cavill. Anybody excited for The Witcher? No, no, no. no. I, okay, I, back I'm interested, cats. but I'll see. Um, I actually yeah, wanted whatever. to say something about cats. Um, so because <laughs> <laughs> we're we're almost at an hour, so we go, are. Go ahead. But back to cats. <laughs> Damn. Um, so one of the things that I was gonna say was, um, I think that. On top of maybe the questionable CGI in the movie is that maybe a lot of the people who are on social media, like the millennials or the Gen Zers, they aren't familiar with Cats. Maybe they didn't know that it was a musical. So all of a sudden when this trailer dropped, they're like, wow, Hollywood's making a movie about Cats and they're like having all these big names and why are they doing this? This is so random. Oh my goodness. So maybe that compounded on to the CGI aspect is what is kind of throwing people off for a loop. Mm. Um, yeah. I would give you that only if I was not one of those people. And I feel strongly about that. And I do know what Cats is and I have watched the production on YouTube and on other formats. So I would give you that for some people. Uh, that they don't understand what Cats is and they would get weirded out by that and the CGI and all that stuff. So for some people, I will give you that. But for like people like me in that category, it is still messed up. Also... For some some of the viewing audience, maybe... I would give that maybe like... Also, I feel like this is going to be... Like, just to bring it back to Aladdin again, I feel like it's going to be another Aladdin scenario, though. Because half the people went to go see Aladdin wanted to go see it not because they wanted to see aladdin but to to see the genie because they were like all right we've seen the trailers moment of truth what's it gonna look like in the movie so i'm i feel like this all this bad press might help out cats in the long run because people will still go see it just to see how if all this is gonna if this train wreck is really a train wreck or if it's going to be like, I think you know, it's straight up. Sailing, I don't think it's Aladdin. Way. I think it's a Lion King where it'll be straight up beautiful soundtrack, great actors, great acting, terrible CGI. No, like you're going to just go, uh, why? You could have done something so much better, but then you did this. And like, I'm going to be excited to listen to the soundtrack, but like, yeah, I mean, never ever killing memory. Yeah, never okay. ever lay eyes on this ever again. <laughs> And I think this is where we should end it. Burning yeah, our memory we've, of yeah, cats. Yeah, we've, we've talked a lot about cats. Uh, you know what, man? When the, second, when the second trailer comes out, we'll come back and revisit this topic. <laughs> no, I'm not watching that again. Reason, yeah. I'm not doing that. And you I'm gotta see go if they're improving. <laughs> again, I apologize to my mother. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, not you, Jonathan. You've been completely polite. Fuck you, Jerome. I'm not polite. I didn't say anything that was out of the ordinary. And I agree with some of your points. I just feel like, Tell you know, me we to can go give watch cats. cats a chance. Telling me to go watch Cats is like telling me to go fuck myself, basically, now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right with Brain Wilson. Although, except for the, like, I'll listen to the music. Two people in a fight. I hate you. Yeah. Go watch Cats. <laughs> That's like, go step on a Lego. <laughs> oh, no. My favorite uh, insult you're the un unrequired sequel, unrequested sequel of a movie. No, <laughs> I got it. I, I got it. You guys are. That's a good. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> so Jerome, tell Unre- tell every, <laughs> tell everybody where they can Let's find us. Oh yeah, since you guys you are can, so humorless, you can find me at not Jerome Rett. Because not Jerome Rett. Go ahead, Alex. Do your thing. Uh, I'm at living my okayest life. And I'm at Jonathan Keys. You can follow all of us, all you know, the show and everything we do here at Behind the Usher Station. I.e. all of us. Yep. Uh, on Instagram and on Twitter as well. and Or uh, on uh, Facebook as well. And then on Twitter, you can follow us at Usher Station Pod. We'll be there too. And stuff. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. And you can email us, BehindTheUsherStation at gmail.com. Yeah. What was that? All right. We haven't gotten any emails yet. We zero. We got. We need our well, first maybe, one. maybe if you don't sound so like desperate, we. You're always like. You know, really... we don't need your emails anyway. Okay. 
We don't need your emails. I I dare you to send me an email. I dare you to. Okay? We don't want it. We don't want it. We don't want the email. Okay? We don't want it. See, you, don't yeah. send it to us. What y'all don't see is the tears falling out Jonathan's eyes right now. He's just falling out crying. He's just he's just sobbing, soaking up all the the furniture. I care about y'all stupid emails, okay? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>